0: atomic testing by the radiation that has spread around the world or is it nature herself deciding the time has come to change the human race whatever the answer a new breed of people now dwell among us people born with strange and frightening superpowers some say they're freaks some call them monsters some think of them as inhuman but all over the planet they are known and feared as mutants this is the saga of the X Men, a brave band of mutants who want to use their awesome power to benefit mankind, only to learn that they must battle the very people that they are trying to help. Today, on Molen Saints, podcast of Rambling
1: Random. <laughs>
0: What do we know? What do we
2: know? If I know what we know, then I can tell you what we know, and if someone else knows, okay?
3: I mean, it's just... I've just got to be more specific.
4: The how is simple enough. It's the why that troubles me.
5: Say what again! Say what
4: again! I dare you! I
5: double dare you, motherfucker! Say what one more goddamn time!
1: Over.
0: Rambling randomness.
1: And if you couldn't tell from the intro, today we are getting sneaky, sneaky snoins out of control. We have a special interview with the writers of the animated series from the '90s, X-Men: The Animated
0: Series, to be specific. Well, one, one writer, one writer
1: and, 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 and one
0: basically the show's the, big, the, big, boss, yeah, man, the, the big boss man, yeah, the boss man. Which also was a writer.
1: Yes. So, uh, uh, their names are Eric and Julia Leewald, and they will be joining us later on the show.
0: Yep. Yep, they will be. They'll
1: be talking to us about all things X-Men, the animated series, and this fabulous book. X-Men,
0: the animated series. Series, fabulous the art book, and making of the animated series itself. The new book out, and I must say, um, there's another book out
1: there. There is. It was a prequel, technically. Um, I let me get the exact title. I don't want to mess it up.
0: Previously but, uh, on,
1: previously on X Men, the animated series. Yes. yes. Uh, yes. Also by
0: Eric Lewald I and didn't, you know, yes. um, before our interview, I had no idea.
1: Yes, I just found out. Literally I did not know. I did yesterday, not I believe. know. Yes, I found out yesterday, and uh, I was glad he, you know, actually brought it up because that was going to be one of the things that I did bring up. Um, but,
0: but that uh, interview will be yeah. coming through. It was nice, to say, you know. Well, They're we'll try to nice keep the people. show a little shorter today because yes. it is a forty-minute interview. But yes. um, it was very, very yeah. It was it was great, great to talk to yes. them. They're very, um, very good so people. D- that kind of brings us, you know, it is WrestleMania day, yeah, is so WrestleMania we can't go day. without talking about that.
1: No, um, we are gonna play some uh, new hits on Spotify.
0: I was thinking we would just try to find some X Men songs. Let's do that. I want That's a good no idea. I don't, if, I don't know if it happens. I don't know if if this we is gonna find work. one, we'll I don't play. I know that we've done a show on superhero music. We have
1: done theme songs before, and I don't know if the theme song for the X Men was on that
0: show. Oh, I'm not. sure we're going to close the I'm show. I'm pretty out with sure it. we will do uh, that. I'm pretty positive that so, we're closing out the show with. Either that or me and Mole are just going to mouth it. Oh, that
1: might be something <laughs>
0: special.
1: You guys might like that one. We to have to make a video for that at some point. You can do too. the highs, I do the lows. Oh, hell yeah. You know? na, 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 na. Yeah. All right. Oh, no. <laughs> so that's what we're going to be doing today. Uh, uh,
0: how are you? We're hanging out here with Petra S- and Poe, oh. a.k.a. Lady Wigglebottoms and, uh, and Lord Pe- Big Dick. Lord Big Dick. He's like, yeah. <laughs>
1: yep. <laughs> yep,
0: they're, they're, they're here wiggling and uh, that's
1: right. Petra's like you got talking about. And a go to Dickin' Dicken? <laughs> Petra's gonna come talk on the mic. She's walking yeah. towards us now. Yeah. She's uh, so yeah, we're gonna be uh, doing that and uh, we're gonna be just talking, having some fun today. Talk about WrestleMania. Yeah, wrestling win. in general. I'll talk about AEW you know, results uh, a little bit. Nothing major. About this book, some then, yes, uh, the art in that book is amazing. Oh,
0: the art, the art alone is God it
1: had me sold just looking and at I the gotta art.
0: Say, like uh, I've I've done a little reading of a little perusing. Yes. And just the amount of people involved mm. in the making of that show, and then just it really kind of, that show holds a special place in my heart. Yeah. It really does. you know? Really. I became a fan of Gambit because of the cartoon. Yep. I became really a fan of the X-Men because of the cartoon. You were, you
1: were saying that, yes. And, um, um... and the
0: X-Men is still to this day, I believe, the best group of superheroes ever. Cyber Force was, was pretty good, too. But they never, yeah. actually, no. you know, they had a... A, a cartoon try. Really? too. It didn't really work out. No. Yeah, I'll have to yeah. look that They got to have it on YouTube.
1: Um, so, X Men the Animated Series uh, honestly was right up there for me with Batman the Animated Series. So, yeah, like, see, I, I, w- I could watch. They go hand in hand for me.
0: Batman was a good animated series. Yes. I just was never the biggest Batman right. fan. And I, I, I will give that one credit. It was, it was well done. Yeah, it's
1: very well written and uh, produced, just like uh, X Men the Animated Series. So, Zane. Yeah. How are you?
0: Oh, busy week, man. I'm so glad that we're having a nice, beautiful Saturday. Um, feels like the day's already flown right by, though. Yeah. It's just flown right by. Yeah, oh, as, as it of was right a busy now, week. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't It was like a whirlwind. It was, it was work and and out in the evenings. I seem to do a lot of driving in the
1: evenings. Oh, God. I've been doing an abnormal amount of driving lately.
0: Well, like Wednesday, you know, I wasn't mm-hmm. able to come see, uh, see wrestling with you because I drove from here to Coxsackie. To um, Oak Hill. Oh, my God. Then All back to, to Oak Hill? Yeah, then back to Coxsackie, then, back, to Kazagi, then yeah. back home. It's like an hour and a half trip. Yeah, like, yeah. You know. Oak Hill's a good 20
1: minutes from your house, period. Like 15 minutes. Uh, Oak Hill's minutes.
0: not bad. Like, here to Oak Hill, not bad.
1: Well, yeah, no, but from. Here to Coxsackie, then to, to Oak Hill you know, is, right. yeah. That's, that's Even Coxsackie
0: to Oak Hill is like a 20-minute mile drive. And that's taking back roads. <laughs> but no, it's just 81.
1: Yeah, just right up there, right? 81. <laughs> Shoot you right there.
0: Yep. And then then oh. they cut over on twenty two, I guess. Yes, twenty two. So uh, that's how my week was though. So, um, yeah. Anything special come out of it? Um, I'm gonna get my shot next week. Yeah. And honestly, I'm surprised. If nobody is more surprised that Zane is getting vaccinated right? on Monday more than Zane is. Well, the thing and it's is really though... only because like somebody sends us a link, right. and I'm like, oh well, it's that Johnson and Johnson, and you know me. So, the less, the better. Yep. I love anything I have to yeah. do. And my job actually has what's called VPO. That's vaccination personal time off. Words. It's so actually take... VTO.
1: So you take like a day off, go get No, shot. no,
0: I, I get two hours. Two that... hours of paid time.
1: Mighty white of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, but that's that's not even part of my PTO time. Yeah, yeah. That's just like, oh, yeah, you can take two hours, we'll pay it, to go, go get, get vaccinated.
1: Shot. Well, actually, that's smart on their end. Yeah. Yeah,
0: so, you know. so I'm gonna I'm gonna go get my shot at the old Best Buy. Oh but shit! Does get Best Buy in a thing anymore? Not
1: really. At least not in Kingston. No, no, I guess it's not a <laughs> thing anymore.
0: But so now they're giving shots at yeah. the Best Buy. No,
1: see, I'm, I'm gonna have to get mine. What uh, if they got
0: any product left
1: in there? I don't know. I'm, I'm getting like, mine at the uh, the pharmacy next to my doctor's office in Kicksaki. So, yeah. Kelly's. Yeah.
0: I like Kelly's yeah.
1: pharmacy. Definitely a good good spot. Me and the old lady gotta get that. The kids are gonna be getting them all next year before they go to school anyway. So.
0: It's still true that, what, only Pfizer is approved for children?
1: Yeah, and I don't like, I don't trust that one yet. The, the years of fucking, I don't even trust the one that, the Johnson & Johnson, but I'm getting it because kind of have to. <laughs> if we want to do anything this summer that involves making money in groups of people. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, that's what we're doing today, people. We're talking, we're, we're going to be talking about X-Men, we're going to be talking to
0: Eric and Julia. Yep. No,
1: we're gonna play some music. We do that. We do that, and, and you we know what? play it off
0: of Spotify now. We do. I was listening to some Spotify this week, and you know what I was trying to do? Okay. I was trying to find a good random playlist. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I was, I was looking. Where? Where I can you? I was searching for a good random playlist, ah, and you know what? I don't know why it says downloading, but it says that it's downloading you songs. You are
1: downloading songs. What songs are you downloading?
0: I don't know. 659 of them, to be exact. Hey. and That's, uh, that's, that's great. I could not find a more random playlist than the Mole and Zane's podcast of Rambling Random playlist.
1: pretty random playlist. Now,
0: I don't know if that name is just too long, because I put in random playlists, and I got a bunch of shit. And there was a good playlist. I found a good playlist. It wasn't very random, but it had some great music on okay. it. it. had some music that I really wasn't too keen on, right. but I really enjoyed it. Okay. But most of these random playlists are the same type of fucking music. Yeah. Now, these same type of music don't seem too random to me, my no, friend. No, <laughs> I think a random playlist needs to have some Tina Turner, followed by some Slipknot, followed by some Be
1: Real. Followed by some Moana theme song. Followed by
0: some Moana theme song. <laughs>
1: Followed by some Grizz. Word. You know. Followed by some John Denver. Yeah, there he follow, you go. Yep.
0: Then, then to top it all off, with a little bit of A-side rock right next to Tom Petty.
1: Word. And <laughs> throwing some TLC right in the middle.
0: Throwing some TLC, and I, for good measure, I think we got some ICP in there somewhere. I think somewhere. a little bit, just little just bit a little IC, bit. Next to that smitten, Britney Spears, right? Just,
1: just right next to Britney Spears and they, uh, the 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 the
0: uh, Crash Test Dummies. That's right. That's right. No other playlist is more random. I say it's official now. I think, uh, until I find a more random playlist, the most random playlist on the Spotify is, is ours the Mole and Zane's podcast of Rambling Randomness playlist. Direct link
1: in the bio, bio of this show, wherever you find it. <laughs> oh, speaking of that, you can find it at the uh, website that we have, uh, www.digitalzoneent.com. That is www.digitalzoneent.com. And uh, until the end of the month, head on over to 80stees.com and get yourself... off anything at their store with the promo code DIGITALZONE
0: one word DIGITALZONE oh oh so so I just typed in X-Men you know and of course there's some songs here now I don't really know what any of these are but uh I, I, see, I see a couple names on here. I see some orchestral versions of the theme. Yep, yep. Now, now we're not looking for theme songs, no. though. We just want...
1: We want music from X-Men. Yeah. Like the movies or the show or... Do they have just instrumentals? That's what I want to know. Oh, I'm getting love by the punk dog.
0: See, now, I'm thinking... Chief Keith knows something about the X Men. You think Chief Keith? I think Chief Keith was so. a fan. Oh. So that's my first song. We got Chief Keith X Men.
1: Word. Cheater.
5: a brainstorm, magneto, Pull up like Professor X, and I got my great jeans on, I ride up like Iceman, I hop out like Sabre T. I come through like Rollin', boy I ain't finna play with you, X-Man, 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 x Men. I think I'm with X-Man, I think I'm with the X-Man, x am X-Man, x Nigga, I'm X X-Men member. Since you blue, you can be Raven Mystique. This bitch told how she's licking on me. Bitch, I'm Pyro, that on me. I can't trust a bitch, she do you like Jubilee. I don't care if she's fine as Jean Grey. I know she got that kitty pride, but she gon' let me bang. That bitch is a lady, Death Stripe. You should know x Men like left, right. Cyclops, Wolverine, Storm, Magneto. Pull up like Professor X, and I got my great jeans on. I ride up like Iceman. I hop out like Sabre I come through like Wolverine. Boy, I ain't finna play with you. x Men. X-Men, 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 I think I'm with X-Men, I think I'm with the X-Men, X-Men, I'm an X-Men member, nigga, I'm an X-Men member, bitch says that she bad, I'm like, stop it, like saying, Batman versus Robin I know we talking X-Men, but I'ma switch it over I pulled up laughing like Joker, yo bitch, she's doing Yoga I know that I'm X X-Men, and not But my car got a Batman Fender That bitch, I been hit that man I got her in my car, and she hopping out like she got some Batman in her I come to come Kuma, yeah, like Goku i like Gohan at a damn photo shoot. If I turn to a Piccolo, you tofu. You tofu. Bitch, my neighbor Cheetah. I don't know you. It's the trilogy, and you the last man standing. Last man standing. Days Stand. of future past, you're them origin. My old. life's a movie. Wide screen. Wide screen. I think I got a X got on my, my timepiece. Time. Cyclops, Wolverine, Storm, Magneto, Stole up like Storm. Professor X. X, and I got my great jeans on. I ride up like Iceman. I hopped out like Sabretooth. I come through like Rogue. Boy, I ain't finna play with you, X Men. X Men. X-Men. I think I'm with X-Men. I think I'm with the X-Men. I'm an X-Men member. X I'm an X-Men member. A X-Men member. A X-Men.
1: Wolverine, Gambit, Iceman. Archangel. Jesus. All right,
0: yeah, that song was terrible, that but was you know, to Mole's credit, before before the uh, the lyrics even started, he was like singing the song like he knew it. And uh, and then he was like, man, I could write this song. And, and then it started, and it was like exactly what he was saying. <laughs> See? I told you. Won't lie. That was, that, that was pretty bad. That Chief was, Keef.
1: Chief Keef. You
0: know, owed to X-Men, but... Put a little thought into it next time. <laughs> Put a little thought into it. Don't
1: just write down their names yeah. and like try yeah. to just speak them to a beat. That's not how it works. If you got to do it, at least make them rhyme. You know what I'm saying?
4: Like,
1: <laughs> oh man. So 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 Zane, we're trying to keep this uh, show a little uh, little short today. So let's talk about this book real quick while we're. Uh...
0: Yeah, man, this book right uh, here. We got it. It's a, it's a big book. Big. We got some weight to it's it. Got some got some girth to it. Yes. You can get it at all your local retailers.
1: You can, you can see what it looks like, too, uh, if you go to the YouTube channel. Yep, yep.
0: Place, and, we, so. we, uh, and uh it costs you about $26. Yes. Um, It's got $50 on the cover. But but we're going to say it's about $25, and this book has got and some artwork in it, baby. I, I would pay 25 would, just for the cover art, quite yeah, frankly. The cover art alone, man. The back cover art's even better than I the I want a poster of the band, back cover art. That's what I The back want. cover's got a sentinel. Apocalypse, Mister Sinister, Sabertooth. Omega Red, Juggernaut, uh, ju- juggernaut Bitch, Mystique, Mystique, Magneto, and, and Storm. That's right, Pterodactyl Man. Yeah, with the psychic abilities. Yeah. Never understood why Pterodactyl Man had psychic, psychic abilities, abilities yeah. but he did. But he d- He rocked and it. You know what? That that don't matter. Nope. But yo, going through this book, the artwork alone in it, it's got well over two hundred panels in it from the show. Character art sells from. All over uh, the place. Art that
1: never made it into the show. Like.
0: Yep. Bios of people, the artists that play, creating these characters, what they had to do to put every episode together. Um, you know, just I just turned to, to page 125. It's got Belladonna there. Yeah. And the externals. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, and that that was that was that was Gambit's ex-wife trying to get him back. That's true. In a ploy, a plot. Yes. Now, once again, they ruined Gambit's name.
1: Now, I, I might be mistaken, but I seem to remember Deadpool making an appearance in the animated series once. I don't know. I, I think he might have at least
0: once. I don't know if Deadpool ever did. I Now, I know that Cable did. Oh, he, Cable he did a lot, yes.
1: Cable and Bishop were always my... Now,
0: somehow, he's Scott Summer's son. Yes. But he's from the future. Yes, like, he is. Hundreds of years hundreds from of the, years the future. Hundreds of years in the
1: future. He is Jean Grey and Scott son.
0: And I loved him. Actually, no, love, he's love not cable. Jean Grey. He's uh,
1: Madeline Pryor and Scott Summers, The clone of Jean Grey. Yeah,
0: yeah. But I just turned to a pager. We have a cable soldier, a cable soldier, a cable soldier, <laughs> um, War Machine, Nick Fury. Not the uh, Samuel L. Jackson Nick no, Fury. No, no,
1: the, 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 the David Hasselhoff the, Nick Fury. Yeah, the
0: David Hasselhoff. <laughs> but, you know, a classic Blob. Oh. You know... You know him and
1: pyro were always a couple of my favorite villains out of that show, yeah. they always They're, had like that beavis and butthead
0: type act together, like just but they were always they were great side villains that, yeah. would, that could get you in a pickle real quick, but you knew they were gonna get yeah. beaten, yeah you know
1: and 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 pyro took Wolverine's Australian accent by the way, <laughs> from the uh pilot episode, he took it, and he ran with it
0: yep. we had we had mutant miss Marvel miss Marvel, yes, that's the one Rogue took her powers from, yeah, yes. Yep, just turn the page, man. We have, we got Jean Grey on here. We got Baby Beast. Huh. Yeah, Baby Bombastic Beast. We
1: got Carly. You know what you they know, say teen about Teen
0: Beast? You know what they say about beast beast people with Beast in fifteens with his father. Thirteen-year-old Beast with his friend. You nope. Know, you know. You know what they say about beasts
1: with big feet, right? They can swing from trees. That's yep. what it is.
0: Long shot, dazzler.
1: Long shot. That's the one I was trying to remember. And in the comic books, he only had three fingers on each hand, but here and they show him with four. Right? Well, yeah, three he drawing, fingers and a thumb. Three and a thumb. But he had—he looked like this in the comic books, like your, like his two fingers. Oh, his, 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 yeah,
0: yes, yeah. he only has three fingers. Yeah,
1: he looked like Nightcrawler's hand, basically, is what he had hands like.
0: Yeah, I liked Longshot. He was—he uh, was always pretty cool.
1: Yeah, he was—he uh, came from the Mojo verse, which was always yeah. one of my favorite uh, story arcs from them.
0: I must say, in the uh, in the new uh, Deadpool movie, they kind of take Domino and give her Longshot's powers. They do. Yes, you they know? do. She was lucky, but not, not, not Longshot like lucky. No,
1: no. She like, Longshot, a-
0: his, his mutant ability was luck.
1: Yeah, she was more of just a straight-up mercenary, basically. Yeah. Um, but long yeah, they definitely combined longshot and domino. Yeah, man,
0: we got Punisher on here, man. The Mojo verse yeah. when they went there—that was that was one of my favorites. Kazar, amphibious, yep. when, when they Timorous. Went, yep,
1: when they went to the, uh, the 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 mutant plant or uh, island there, Krakoa or whatever it was, or
0: the Savage Land. Savage
1: Land, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Where's
1: Krakow? Krakow is the, the I got that confused. It's a new mutant island that they put together. Oh okay.
0: Together, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. See I uh, I'm man once once uh like Messiah complex yeah. ended I was kind of like mm, right I, I, I'm I'm kind of done. Yeah dude. yeah. That that was such a good story. I'm like I don't know where to go from here.
1: <laughs> There's just so much shit like and and like we talk about
0: with them. It's a great book. You know, Twenty five
1: years of X Men. You know you kind of yeah, gotta.
0: Everybody had an X Men. Right. You know. At least everybody that watches this show had a favorite. Right. Except Scott Summers. Yeah, nobody, nobody likes Scott. likes Cyclops. I've never met a person in my life that was like, Cyclops is my favorite.
1: You know, he is one of the most troubled X-Men, though. Because he feels he puts the whole weight of the group on his own shoulders on him, by himself. Like, he, does, he takes it. He's like, he puts that pressure on himself, which is why he's such a dickhead. Nobody's yep. putting that pressure on him. He's uh, doing he it. He was a good leader. He was. He was a great leader. All he wanted what was best for humanity and mutant kind together. Sure, he ended up getting no, possessed man. by the Phoenix Force and going ape shit after yeah, a while. Yeah, you know,
0: yo, if somebody kills your wife, man, you lose You
1: go it. crazy, you, you do. It. And then, you know, I mean, he wasn't, wasn't that, for that Scott great, Summers, though.
0: Man, you know, I don't think X Force would ever I mean, came back. No, I mean, he he, he he needed that he needed that dark mercenary right? group that I'm, that needed to operate outside right. the lines. I mean, he wasn't
1: always that great. He did have a psychic affair with the White Queen in front of Jean. You know what I mean? Like, so it's kind of he's kind of a dickhead, but he's kind of. He's the hero that you kind of well, need yeah, to lead the did, group. You know,
0: it's like, like I was remembering... Wolverine man, how much... was too
1: much of a long shot. He'd go off on his own, like... Yeah,
0: but like, Rogue was a great character. The Storm, Storm. Who, who I never much cared for in a lot of the books.
1: But in the show, she... the show. She should have been the leader of that group, like she was a couple of times in the books, um, if Scott ever went rogue yeah, in Yeah, Jean,
0: Jean Grey, her character really you know uh developed she, over the show she got a
1: personality she wasn't yeah. just like the fucking girl of the group like yeah, Jubilee
0: you know Bishop who they have on the cover here who really wasn't a, an X-man but well he was but he wasn't yeah he was like in yeah. the future X-Man
1: <laughs> and then when he came back to the past they they let him join for a while until he left again but <laughs> Bishop was one of those characters that could leave and come back whenever he wanted to you know what I mean he was like Forge you never see Forge
0: what a great name
1: right. You like you never see him until there's a computer problem. You know
0: what he could do? He could forge things.
1: That's right. Plus he was a good hacker. Yeah. <laughs> so uh let's get, let's keep the show going. Let's get another song here, man. And then we'll come back and we'll talk some wrestling real quick.
0: Let's see. Let's put in the name Wolverine.
1: Oh, shizzle. Look, Marvel's Wolverine podcast. No, that's that's the
0: Lost tri- Trail. Huh.
1: Wolverine blues. <laughs> what if you type in Marv oh, No, 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 I no. Wolverine?
0: Wolverine. Dazzler. <laughs> you want Dazzler? Oh God. Your pig? There's probably a fucking yeah.
1: disco song out there about Dazzler. Dazzler. That was a legit Marvel and crossover with songs for Dazzler.
0: Pop golf. Dazzler. <laughs> Dirty, Dazzler? Dirty Dazzler. Dirty Dazzler. Bobby Dazzler.
1: You know what? I think we're going to extend this to uh, names of X-Men in songs. Yeah, if we yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who,
0: do you, who do you want, man? You got the, two nights, Dazzler? Let's do, uh, let's do Pop Popgoth. Pop Goth Dazzler. Let's try that. Nope. Whoops.
2: That was not the right song. That's not the one.
1: Go back. Here we go. Where he, he, there it is. Speaking of pop goth, Darby Allen was on AEW this week.
0: AEW, that means we must be right into what's going on in the world of wrestling. That is
1: very true, and uh, we're gonna keep this nice and brief, cause uh, you know we got some wrestling to watch later, and uh, we got an interview coming up right after wrestling. So AEW results: six man tag match. We're not gonna go in any particular order. John Moxley and the Young Bucks.
0: That's the main event. I
1: know. Lost to Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers via some shenanigans because the Young Bucks are now with the Good Brothers and Kenny Omega. They turned on Mox.
0: Yes, they did.
1: What it do you was, think? It was so dumb. I knew it, it was, was coming. so dumb. I knew it was coming because Matt Jackson is a horrible actor.
0: Yeah. Like, honestly, why, why did he, like, uh, if you're going to do it, just turn. Right. They should have turned months he ago. Like, he was like, ugh, I can't hit Kenny. Yeah. I can't do it. Yeah,
1: man. He's
0: like, oh, this is too tough for me. It's a friend of yeah. mine. And Nick's like, I'll do it you do. I'll do fucking
1: do it. Just tell me yeah. what we're doing.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was just, uh, like, honestly, if I was Nick, I'd have been like, I'll kick him in the face. You
1: know? Fuck. Uh-huh. I mean, like, he's kicked us this whole match. Yeah. They're beating the shit out of each other. But you can't super kick him? Yeah, but you can't super kick God him. God forbid you super kick him because that would end you can't
0: it. can't pull no V-Trigger nope. out on him. No elite. Nope. That, that, that can't elite do uh Elite Trigger.
1: So, so uh, uh, Tamatanga, uh, uh, the New Japan Real Bullet Club people are uh, teasing now, since that door is open, that Moxley could use a little backup against the elite Bullet Club faction. Uh, TNT Championship match. What? Actually, wasn't a bad match. No, J.D. Drake has actually proven himself to me. He's a fat Arn Anderson, and I love it. J.D. Drake uh, versus Darby Allen. J.D. Drake lost, of course, but with a good match. It was a very good match. Um, competitive Darby let J.D. get a whole bunch of shit in.
0: Yeah, honestly, he was controlling yeah. most of the match. Then at the end, he hits him with the, uh, the Code Red. The Code Red and the fucking there Coffin Drop. was a good drop. Code Red off the very, top. Very though, good. I think he should have ended the match right there. Yeah, though. that Coffin Drop had no fucking yeah. bearing on it yeah, whatsoever. Yeah, he you know, does a Code Red basically right off the top rope. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, what yeah. was, I? all right. I, I, I think now I? he does that <laughs> stupid <laughs>
1: Coffin Drop because they make him do it. You know what I mean? Like I don't, They're like, no, you have to do the Coffin Drop wow. at the end. No reason. Uh, so, yeah, Darby Allen kept his belt. Ty Conti versus the Bunny. Ty Conti picks up the win.
0: Good match. Yes. Good match. It was fun.
1: Was. was. Uh, the best friends interrupt Death Triangle, setting up a uh, match with them. Really? I yes. didn't see that. I did because, not see that part. Because Phoenix and them, remember, attacked Orange Cassidy and them way back about a year ago? Oh,
0: Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> no, Orange
1: Cassidy per, uh, apparently does not forget things, so uh, that's why they're doing it. Hangman Page with the big win over Max Caster
0: nope, uh, being acclaimed.
1: See that. Um, it was a good match. Uh, they tried to the shenanigans with the boombox and stuff, but you know Page wasn't having that shit.
0: So I'm uh, guessing he he jumped over the rope. Oh, he did.
1: He hit did him a little a flippy buck do shot. and a buckshot. Yep. Uh, big old Jurassic Express
0: win over Bear Country. Uh, it was a fairly that good was match. A, a yeah, yeah, up, honestly, but honestly, I I really wasn't. Not, I didn't see the Bear Country that you've told me about. Not in this match. I didn't either. I, not, I, was, I, was, I was actually a little bit I'm disappointed. I'm starting to
1: believe that it's Luchasaurus' fault. It could be. I still see he's, he's, uh, uh, Jungle Boy as being a future champion. Yep. Kid's got everything.
0: He's Won't being lie held there. He's, he's Won't lie there.
1: Kid, kid's great. He is being honestly held back by Luchasaurus in that group. I'm great to be in a group, but they should not be focusing on tag teaming. They should let Jungle Boy be Jungle Boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luchasaurus, team up with Marco Stunt. He ain't doing anything. <laughs> let them fucking do it.
0: You it's know? not like you're going to get a tag title. That's what I'm you're saying. Not, it's you not going to happen. Basically, guys. that's
1: what I was trying to get at. Mm-hmm. Bear Country in this match will have the belts before Jurassic Express. I'm letting you know that right now. Uh, then the Inner Circle decide they want to come back and return. As, as faces. As faces. They, uh, they come back, they, they talk about the stuff. they were Everybody sang Jericho's song, you know, yeah. I become, I become, I become, man. Yeah. And, uh, so, uh, and, and, and you know, that led to, uh, them calling out the, the pineapple, mm-hmm. uh, the pinnacle, sorry, for a blood and guts match that we were supposed to get last year versus the elite and the inner circle, but that never happened, which is their version of, uh, the, uh, uh, War Games, war games that's what it is. Um... Iron Mike Tyson decided to come back after, you know, a whole bunch of shenanigans, and now he's with Jeff Jarrett for reasons.
0: You said Jeff Jarrett.
1: That's what I meant. Jeff wow. Jarrett. Uh,
0: you said Jeff
1: Jarrett again. I did. Chris Jericho. Wow. Might as well be Jeff Jarrett. Wow.
0: No, 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 what? no. What? Jeff Jarrett will not let anybody get over on him, and, and the man is somehow a superhuman. That's true. That's While true. While Jericho lets anybody that he believes should get over on him. But he
1: will rarely take the pin. <laughs>
0: He won't let his partners, if he's gonna lose,
1: take the pin. And he, he he but when it comes to the big match, Jericho usually is up on top. That's just the way they've been booking him. That's the way I've you know, like he he could fuck around and, and lose like three matches in a row on like dynamite, like say as a group. But that pay per view comes by, he ain't losing that match.
0: He's lost
1: How many did he lose pay per view wise?
0: I'm actually one. curious
1: because I don't um, even—I'm uh, not even actually. So he sure. was
0: a, his last his last pay-per-view appearance was with MJF. Right.
1: I know what he lost the I belt think was on he pay-per-view. he took so.
0: the pin too, didn't he? I don't think he let MJ. I don't think MJF took it. I think. Oh, did Jericho take the I think pin? Jericho took it. Maybe
1: he did. All right. Maybe I'm wrong. Did. I'm gonna eat those words then. Whatever. And
0: then and then Orange Cassidy.
1: Well, um, yeah, but that yeah that was that was into after a vat
0: of orange juice. Yeah, that was
1: after a bunch of you know.
0: I never saw that match, and I, I'm yeah. glad I didn't. Yeah, honest. that I never was kind of garbage jericho's
1: matches like, and he's he, took, he took a
0: pin to orange cassidy yeah he did take a straight pin you're yep. right the straight pin straight pin to orange cassidy and, and, and before that though he had he
1: lost to page though and page was the guy they're supposed to be all right he won page yeah, yeah. he's supposed yeah. to be uh page is the guy they're supposed to be pushing and, <laughs> and, uh, and moxley and mox well yeah but uh, he did win over moxley once though did didn't he
0: no, Moxley's undefeated. Dad, oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. You're right. Yeah, Moxley, Moxley's still. Moxley is still. You know what?
1: Take what I said about Jericho and put it on Moxley. Yeah. Yeah. There, there you, you go. go. <laughs> there you go. No, that's better. That's, that's better. that We'll do. We'll do. It. I'm somehow, gonna do that.
0: Moxley, I think I I think I finally saw Moxley take his first fucking pin ever, and it was from one Magic Killer. Yeah, yeah. One, one Magic, magic killer. killer puts him yeah, down. Yeah. Um, yeah,
1: and I'm not even um, I'm not gonna count that match as a loss because that was yeah, a clean loss.
0: Yeah, but I was so, like I was like I just think that's the first time I've seen him actually get pinned. Yeah. And like the match where I thought where there was a possibility because Pac hasn't been pinned either, <laughs> <laughs> and, and he's like, "Nah, I'm leaving."
1: Pac's like, I'll, yeah. "I'm going uh, home for a couple months. I'll be back." Yeah. And then when I come back, I ain't losing either. I ain't so, losing <laughs> either. He's like, uh, "Penta, Penta, you're gonna take the fall." Yeah.
0: yeah Penta, Penta takes all the falls. <laughs> yeah, Phoenix is like, "I
1: ain't taking the fall."
0: Yeah. <laughs> Phoenix like, "I'll kill myself first. Yeah. Word. I'll jump out of <laughs> this bitch
1: right now, break my fucking neck. All right. That was AEW. Uh, so next week is... Um,
0: we got a great match next week. Yes, yes. Tag team titles are on the line. That is
1: the tag team titles on the line. The Death yes. Parallel
0: Lines. The,
1: <laughs> against <laughs>
0: the Rockers.
1: Yes, the Rockers. Can't beat the Rockers. It's going to be a great match. Showing them already in their prime right now. Yeah,
0: I really hope that... I, I, I don't see them losing the belts yet. No. But I would love it. Yeah. I would love it. They don't need them.
1: Nope, never. Uh, I don't think there's plenty of tag teams, honestly, that need that belt. Yeah, but I don't see
0: a tag team that really isn't a tag team winning it.
1: (laughs) That's true. Like I just don't
0: see Pog and Phoenix being the team. Because they're not really a tag team. I love them together, but they're not not
1: not a tag team. team. As much as I want best friends to win the belts, they're not going to win them anytime soon.
0: best friends deserve them.
1: They do. They're the first fucking tag team, basically, they signed. Other than the Bucks, of course. But, you know. Um, And they were there since day one. I would also... Like to see, um, which powerful. yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. They deserve a, a, t- a title reign at least once. And then, um, I don't know, get a random, you know, unexpected one. Like the, the, the varsity blondes pick up a title reign oh, for like a week. Jesus, no. For like a week. Just have them get it like in a surprise roll up <clears throat> uh, and have Pillman Jr. Get it. Cause you know, he doesn't win <clears throat> ever, ever. Griff Garrison's the star. I'm telling you. I'm letting you know Griff, that right Griff now.
0: Griff is going to be something, man. Yeah, him Griff and
1: Jungle gonna Boy be, are going to be tops yeah, of that man, company at I some point. I tell
0: you. Griff, Griff is going to be something. That, that like, kid's
1: got a huge upside, like 100% for somebody who's only been wrestling for about three years. He <laughs> needs to change his
0: name, though. Yeah, Griff Garrison. Fucking Griff <laughs> Garrison. Just, that is not the name of a champion. <laughs> they should just call him the hair. They should. Just the, call the, him the hair. The hair.
1: Hair. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's AEW uh, WrestleMania is coming up We already gave our predictions last week But uh, Zane, is there any match you're looking forward to?
0: I don't remember I a know, single yeah. match Wait, wait I hear that, that Bad Bunny going to be wrestling
1: Oh, Bad Bunny I kind of hope he gets his ass handed
0: to him though, honestly Nah, I really hope he beats the shit out of the Miz
1: <laughs> <laughs> That could be a good match though, honestly um, I'm not a big fan of Bad Bunny but he, no,
0: his music's terrible.
1: His music's terrible, but he can do a leap off the top rope better than most Snoop Dogg. I'll give him that. Right, Snoop
0: Dogg's like 55 years old. He never <laughs> stepped foot in that ring, ever. Right, Out of so nowhere, he was like, you know what? I'm going to go to the top rope and try to jump off.
1: <laughs> and I'm just going to fall.
0: <laughs> High <laughs> shit.
1: So, uh, oh, I do have one update, though. Uh, in the Asuka versus um, Rhea Ripley match for the Raw Women's Championship, I do believe, and this is just a, a wild speculation, Becky Lynch has been training for a comeback, and she did not technically lose that belt to Asuka. She handed it over to her. I think she might make her comeback tonight. I think
4: so.
1: And uh, interrupt that match so she can get that title shot against Asuka to get her belt back.
0: No, I think I think you think Rhea's gonna on? hold, we'll you think Rhea's it. gonna get it? And then she'll make a return saying that's my belt.
1: That, you know what? That's also possible. But I think in some way, shape, or form, Becky Lynch is coming back.
0: Yeah, Even I think it, she'll come back right after the match think, is over, yeah. and after Rhea Ripley you gets think the so? win. As soon yeah. as she gets up yep. that, that win. As soon as she gets that win.
1: Uh, normally, I would say she's going to show up on the following Raw, yeah. but not this time. I think she's going to make a, that WrestleMania moment.
0: moment. It's a mania moment. It's a mania moment, goddamn And it. they need
1: all the moments they can get this year, like last year. You know what I mean?
0: It's terrible.
1: It is. And, and uh, I don't know. I can't... uh...
0: They didn't even put Edge on the cover.
1: No. Uh, I think they're going to have another... You think that new uh, Orton and Fiend match is going to be another cinematic match? Yes. Yeah? You yeah. think it's going to be another... I, I hope so. Firefly Funhouse style? I hope, I hope, hope so. Because so. that was great with Cena. Yeah. That, that Firefly Funhouse match with Cena was the shit. And now that they got Alexa Bliss playing like Sister Abigail, basically... That was,
0: that was the best cinematic match done done to do. Yeah. Yeah.
1: With all his flashback of characters, like when he went back to the prototype and fucking, Yeah. That, that was that was great. I want to see Randy Orton go back to when he was, you know, doing the old O thing, like his Uncle Barry O, when he'd come out, like fucking that shitty-ass theme music before he was a legend killer. So uh, and the viper. And the viper, yeah. So let's uh um, The next big thing. And that's right. The next, the, him and Brock Lesnar had that title, didn't they? Um, let's see. So yeah, that that that's basically all the updates I wanted on wrestling. Zane, is there anything you wanted to? Nope. No. Let's let's get to uh. Go uh, edge. The, 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 the yes, go Champion. edge. Champion. So right now we are gonna kick it over to our little interview that we had just had with Eric and Julia Leewald, and uh they're gonna be talking about. The X Men animated series and the art and making of the animated series book—very interesting stuff. These people we'll are very let nice. Them tell you. We will. All about and, it. Uh, Thank you, Eric. Thank you, Julia. Thank you so once much. Once again. And uh, so here we go. And ladies and gentlemen, and our listeners, we have today on our show two people whom we may not have known existed as children or preteens, but had a tremendous influence on our lives nonetheless. If you were a fan of X-Men, the animated series, then you're a fan of our guests. Writers of said series and the book, X-Men, the art and making of the animated series, Eric and Julia LeWald. How are you guys today?
6: Doing well. Thank you so much for inviting us on.
3: Yeah, thanks, Paul. No,
1: thank you guys so much. Um, Now, you guys put out a book, and uh, we're going to be talking about it. Uh, Zane has it in book. Covering right this up, book right here. yes, and the one ring <laughs> right you're holding, um,
3: big four pound book. Yeah, yes,
1: yes. Yeah. it's a very weighty book. It, it it is. Um, it's full of very great it's, artwork.
0: It's actually already made a couple of splashes at my house when I've got it on my uh, my table, and I've had a couple friends come over and they're like, "Is that from the animated series?" And they were like, "I'm like, yeah." They're like, "Man, that show on Saturday morning, it it, it made me keep watching it." <laughs> because, they, you know, it was one of the first Saturday morning cartoons that kept continuity going. Yeah. You know, and, and that was something that I just I wanted to ask right off the bat. I was like, how difficult was it to, to really push that? Because I know that was something you guys wanted to do in the book you were talking about it. How Was that difficult trying to push that through, you know, uh, you know Saban and all the other executives to, you know, not just have a cookie
3: cutter new episode every week? Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the big, uh, the, it w- it was a, a tough ask for the, the network, because, you know, as we said, you know, when you got animation takes nine months to make an episode, and so you're hoping it's turning out all right, and if you've got them in order like that, you can't rearrange them. If one comes back bad, you have to wait till you fix it, till you get to the next one. So there can be scheduling problems for network and for the, you know, the TV affiliates that put the show on. So They're trusting us to to write stuff and the production people to get the production done. And that's a big trust on their part. Because any other show, episode five comes back and it sucks. You just hold it for three or four weeks and put the other episodes on and there's no problem. But if you, like most good TV shows, if you're doing them in order, uh, then you've got to just stop and wait for the, you know, to get things ready. And they, took that risk, and it cost them some money to, to delay, you know, when we started the show. But once it started, it seemed to really make, like you were talking about, make a difference to viewers. It just hooked them into the show. And for the writers, it was really satisfying, because you weren't just writing little 22-minute stories, you'd be writing a whole season of 22-minute stories. And so it's like <laughs> writing a, uh, you know, three or four movies worth of story that you'd be able to do with the same characters. And that was, you know, for us, it was great for the network people worrying about if next episode was going to come back right, it was caused them to sweat. So we give them a lot of credit for taking the risk on our part.
6: And uh, from where I sat, just to clarify who who we are here in the world of the moving parts, um, I'm a writer on X-Men the Animated Series. Um, Eric was what we call the, the showrunner. He was the guy in charge of all the stories. There's a completely separate art division and that was headed by Will Minio and uh, Larry Houston as, as, as producer director. They were big um, and fanboys of the Marvel Universe up until this moment, up until the possibility of X-Men the Animated Series. And, and Will and w- was sensitive to the fact that the comic books themselves w- tended to be sequential. You tended to have a story and then it would end on a, on a oh, come back next week, you know, or, or month and whatever. So he, was, he understood that, yeah. that that was a, por- a part of the comic book um, right. deal.
3: And, then, and since, he, since they, they so loved and respected the comics, they were always looking for ways to be true to them. They knew that, you know, everybody in our creative group knew that TV isn't the same as comic books. It's kind of a different muscle writing, uh, you know, the way it plays out. It's just, it's a slightly different experience. So you can't just copy it. You can't just kind of thoughtlessly adapt what's sitting there. Mm -hmm. But while you're making it into the best TV show you can make it, these guys were really keen on, look, we got to respect the spirit of the books. We can't, they'd been... They'd been on other shows where whoever was in charge, uh, whoever the boss was, just said, Oh, to hell with what the fans wanna see, you know, let's <laughs> let's throw in si- silly silly dogs and sidekicks and, and, and dumb it down or whatever you want to do right. that these other Hollywood people just thought you could just mess with comics. And the people we were working with all said, No, 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 we're all we're all it's like it was like an oath or something. We're gonna respect the nature of the books. And if it works great because other people have it in the past but if it doesn't work well we'll go on the next project but we're gonna try and that was that came from them i mean that came from their love of comics um to, to me and the head writer that worked with me laying out the first couple seasons of stories we weren't that big comic i mean we'd read some but we weren't super fans right. so we were just interested in telling the most intense stories we could but the other guys that we were working with uh we really cared that we got the x-men right and that we didn't disappoint the comic book readers so that was that that came from them
1: okay um now how did you guys even get involved with the series to begin with
3: um well it's it's like a lot of other things you know you work in your town and you work at various jobs and it was a couple people i'd worked with before uh uh, the two main people at Fox were Margaret Lesh and Sydney Iwater. She was the president of Fox Kids. He was a hands-on guy that worked with Batman and X-Men and Spider-Man and the Tick chicken. and all these that was that was my day-to-day boss. It was my hours on the phone boss. Those two people, I, I'd worked with Sydney nine, you know, like seven, to eight years earlier when I was starting a business uh, for nine months. And then I'd worked for Sydney and Margaret. Uh, for a season of Beetlejuice. That was nine months of working with them. So, in effect, they, ha- you know, people I'd worked with before thought I was appropriate, you know, I was the right tool for the job. That was it.
6: The context is that Beetlejuice had been on ABC, am I right? One yeah. The ne- back in the day, let's go way back, three major networks, Saturday morning, grab your cereal, sit in front of the TV. It was either ABC, NBC, or CBS. And in 1990, Fox, entered the broadcast sphere saying we're going to become a network
3: yeah and they like did,
6: the big 3
3: and they didn't have; they had to take a few things from other networks they had to use some old cartoons for a couple of years they had to kind of gear up to the to getting their signature stuff up but one of the things they were able to do was buy the rights to Beetlejuice this ongoing successful show from ABC and play it and they said well we want to make it distinctive from the ABC version let's make it older and edgier And you know, 22-minute stories rather than 11. So I'd worked. I I did one episode for them just to show them that I thought I had a a feel for it. And they said, "Yeah, uh, how would you like to do this last season for us?" And as a story, as a story. So I, I, uh, that was that. I was able to prove myself to Margaret, you know, to the people at Fox. Okay, this guy, you know, whatever his taste is, and they're different people. They could have picked with you know different tastes or strengths. Uh, at least he's a professional. At least we at least we know he's gonna get he's gonna get the stuff done. Right. So, right.
6: so on time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And right. you mentioned it early on in the book
0: that uh you know that um you were gonna be working on and and take no offense to you know Attack on Killer Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. You know,
4: that was and, it.
3: That, uh,
0: the oh, good 25. I I would have
3: I would have been in for that. I would have come up with the most intense adult uh, killer Tomatoes stories I could manage.
0: So <laughs> <You know>, well. <laughs> me personally i'm just glad that you ended up where you guys did
6: (laughs) well and we had met um eric and i had met uh, at the good old disney afternoon which was just a few years old at that point uh, or actually had just begun at that stage Um, that was my first job in animation my dream job just to get into hollywood somehow some way and you had come from hanna-barbera to uh disney afternoon and so we each met each other there as, as writers on Chippendale's Rescue Rangers, Goof Troop, uh, yeah. Tailspin. Darkwing Duck. <laughs> oh, <I'm-> <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah. that, that's my group. Yeah, Darkwing here. Duck, that, whole-, like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that yeah. whole thing. And then after three years, you know, everyone enters the happy-go-lucky freelance market.
3: Yeah, Disney kind of figured out that wait, well, you know, we got these 50 writers on staff. <laughs> we don't have to do this. We can save a lot of money. Just uh, let them move all out to be freelancers. The gig economy. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Yeah,
6: we were way ahead of the curve.
3: Yeah. So that, but but it was a it was a great fun time over there. A um, lot of lifelong friends made mm-hmm. at Disney.
6: A lot um, of them ended up writing for X Men: The Animated Series. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, now a lot of the, uh, the the ideas
1: for the show you guys pulled pretty much directly from the comics like the days of future past timeline um you know there you go story arc um (laughs) were there any story arcs that you guys didn't get to make that you would have liked to have gotten done if the show kept going
3: um there were you know since we were you you know i was kind of the cart before the horse i was assigned to do this and i had to Quickly learn what 25 years of X-Men comics had been all about. Because let's remember that too. Th- this didn't
6: start with X-Men: The Animated Series. There was, like you said, 25 years of comic books that they that had yeah. themselves evolved tremendously yeah. over time. But I
3: didn't go into the, the series with any like, oh God, I got to tell that that. Uh, arc of stories, right. Right. Uh, I so was in love with issue, you know, 274 of Uncanny Uncanny X-Men. I didn't have any of that. So I was just looking to dig out the coolest stuff I could find from there. And so it was, I wasn't really left with, like, uh, with anything that by 1997, when we finished, um, it was more like each time we got uh, assigned more episodes, like, okay, we've told 60 stories. You know, are there fresh new things we can think of for Wolverine? Or we've done everything that we can think of. Or is it going to get old? That happens to TV shows. Sometimes in the sixth, seventh season, right. they start losing their steam and they get repetitive, and that's a tough challenge. And so it gets it gets harder to come up with with new stuff. But as far as as far as having, I mean, I know there were artists and writers that were big <laughs> X-Men fans mm-hmm. that had stuff that they wanted to get on that say they tried and we pitch it and it wouldn't go over and it. Somebody said, well, this might've been a good comic, but it just doesn't feel right for a TV show. So there were people among our creative group that had stuff they really wanted to get on that didn't make it, but, but not for me. And I don't think necessarily for Julia.
6: Now, let me jump in here and remind you that um, when you got the call and got the gig, there wasn't a lot of confidence that X-Men was gonna be a success. In right. fact, there was more confidence yes. that it was gonna be a failure. So, you were hired for 13 episodes, and that, those first 13, that first season, those were the 13 stories that you and, and Mark, Mark Edens had, had, had sort of penciled out as being these are the stories, if we're going to tell this world, that we want to tell to set up this world in these 13 stories. And at the end of the first season, Gene and Scott are having a moment, and you know the, it, it's a wonderful moment. You know, uh, and you would hoped that you would start if the second season happened. Yeah, yeah there
3: if, was yeah. If the sec, well, the, there was there was something that we that we got rid of that was going to be the sec, uh, big part of the second <laughs> season. When when Scott proposes at the end of the thirteenth episode, at the end of the first season, she says yes. They're going to be get, get married, and so we wrote up. We started writing up the second season with them married. And her seven months pregnant and running around kicking ass with a huge baby bump and then having a double mutant child. So we had written that stuff up just as what this would be a cool thing to do with them. What we ended up with them saying they're gonna get married. Well, let's see what happens with it and and play that out. And that didn't go over very well. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, we just had executives just pull us aside to look. 12 year old boys are the core of our audience. They don't want to see their mother up there seven months pregnant kicking, you know, uh, uh, Apocalypse's ass. In spandex In spandex So that was our naive ambition to, to, to do that, to, to make pregnancy a central part of being an X-Men. Uh, did not come, happen, but that's the only one I can think of. And that wasn't because it was in the books. That was because we thought it'd be a cool thing to do.
6: But you know, uh, a few years later, it did happen in the books. So there was a nice <laughs> cross-pollination. Can I say that that there was? Yeah, uh, that, yeah that, that, that They ended that, up
3: getting married.
6: The fact that the X-Men animated series it only exists because of the X-Men comic book universe. It's nice that some things that happen in the comic in, in the animated series. Uh, seeded seated things that happened in in the comic books. Yeah. It,
0: it was it was and I also loved how, how your creative team was able to take um, you know, a story arc and you know make it your own and, and use use multiple story arcs and infuse it into one yeah. it was such an amazing creative idea that you could take, like you said, 25 years of books and 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 storytelling and be able to intertwine them and really make it something special where, um, you know, it it was such an adult series, but as a child, you know, you know, watching, you know, morph, you know, (laughs) The, the, His death early yeah, on, like, right, was, right in the beginning of the was, series, was a like shocker, and then <laughs> and taking my heart and ripping it right out of my chest when I think that Gambit is turning on the X Men. You know, that was never in the the original story arc for that that series, but you guys were able to take that popular arc. And really, really make it yeah. something special. And I, I remember the animated series now more than I ever do the comic. <laughs>
1: that's that's the truth. Well, same here. Like sometimes I even get you know arcs confused on which happened where. Like <laughs> so, I'm like, I have to think about if it was did that happen on the show or did that happen in the comic? Real quick, hold on. It's that's how great it was. You guys are you know that's how great it was. Um, I I do have one question, and Jay and I were talking before. Uh, the initial roster of the show, um, you decided to pick. Uh, 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 well, it kind of it, was originally from it was, Jim Lee's. It was from Jim Lee's, right. Yeah. Um, so you guys chose. Uh, all right, she's got mixed, um, uh, uh, I guess, uh, mixed uh, ratings from people. Jubilee.
4: Yeah. Um,
1: I, how did you guys? Um, did you guys? I want to say like writing the character, like was she somebody that you guys uh, had a hand in choosing for the show or was it?
3: Yeah, it, it, at, the be- at the beginning, there was decided that uh, they picked four or five of the main characters and these are all basically 30 year old do- adults, you know, Wolverine right. and Jean, I mean, Wolverine and Scott and Gambit was a new guy that, they, that Marvel was high on so he's going to put in Rogue, Storm, Storm, these were all 25 to 35 year old people that had, you know, full adult lives. We're going to taking serious adult stories up with, and there were two reasons for highlighting three reasons for highlighting Jubilee. One was we wanted someone brand new because we, we, we've been told 90, 85, 90% of the audience are not going to know who the X-Men are, which is hard to imagine now,
6: but go back, go years. back. So in that pilot,
3: we wanted to have a new character who who also didn't know what a mutant was, okay. discovering everything there was to discover about the X-Men during those two episodes, along with the audience, could be the eyes of the audience. Okay. And so that we thought, okay, and they said we also would like to have a teenager. One, you know, there weren't that many uh, underage uh, characters at that time in mm-hmm. the 90s. There was basically Jubilee or Kitty Pride. and Kitty pride had been used a couple years earlier in a failed attempt. On, an, on the Pride of the X Men. Right. And that, you know, Hollywood is is merciless that way. To them, that's <laughs> just, oh, well, we tried Kitty Pride. She's a failure. Well, you know, honestly, I think
1: it's Green being Australian, I mean. Yeah, that yeah. well,
3: uh, yeah, there, there are many, many, many. <laughs> that, if you want to talk about that, we got
6: that. We can tell you about that, that uh, okay.
3: you now. It wasn't Kitty's fault, but right. Kitty took the blame. And so it was kind of a no brainer to, to Marvel and to Fox and everybody there. Okay, you needed teenager, let's make it Jubilee. She's somebody new, she's somebody that were, that Marvel's high on. So that was, she wasn't, there were a couple other characters that, that became major that I think the writers had more interest in, like Beast, right. uh, that wasn't listed as, as a, a main character to start with. And even Pre- 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 <laughs> Professor X was kind of in the background when people were, were, when we were setting up the team. And the more we wrote stories, the more we thought, you know, it's really hard to write without Professor X, and Beast is, a, is, a, is his own unique character. And I think, so, so yeah, there's a mixture. There, there are a lot, you go to cons, there are a lot of people who dress up like Jubilee. There are a lot of people for whom she's the favorite character, because at the time, you know, when they got, fell in love with the show, they might have been a 10-year-old girl, or they might have mm-hmm. been whoever it is that fell in love with Jubilee. At the time, so she she has her fans. At the same time, I think it was easier for us adult writers to write compelling stories about other 30-year-olds, right. uh, and so that we got a little sloppy and that we didn't do as much we didn't service her as much. We didn't we didn't provide her with as in-depth storytelling as I think we could have. Looking but, back, it's one of my regrets.
6: But I also want to say we we have to remember X-Men the animated series was a Saturday morning cartoon. You know, we we love to look back and remember the the stories we were able to tell, the the real adult stuff that we didn't back away from. But putting a preteen in jeopardy is is kind of one of those things you can't do on Saturday morning. You can do it to an adult. Sorry, Morph, but you can't do it to a young person. Uh, So that was part of the problem in servicing Jubilee story wise but that is how she got in that that is why she was there. Yeah. Yeah. Um
0: now just because uh, you, yeah. you guys already touched on it and I know it says it in the book that both you guys loved writing beast mm. and yes. you know did you ever think well, while while first writing him into the into the story that he was going to be such a pivotal character of like you said uh Julia a Saturday morning cartoon. Yes.
6: Right.
0: <laughs> Yeah.
6: I gotta look back and, and remember that the, the, he gets in ca- the first, the pilots uh, Night of the Sentinels, Parts 1 and 2 he is captured so he is taken off screen and put in jail and okay, boy, they captured him oh no, Beast is gone, he's in jail but his whole arc is this is an act of civil disobedience I want my day in court, I'm gonna make this happen, I'm gonna make the case for you know how we can all get together and be you know, uh, uh, happy with each other, and you don't realize how subversive that is as <laughs> a storyline for a kids show, and and yet uh, putting that out there for Beast yeah. to do that to make that statement, I think, was amazing. Yeah,
3: I, to, to be honest, Zane, we got we got pushback but, on almost all of the main characters. Let's build you know, the Magneto, Professor X. We got these two like middle-aged guys, uh, you know, talking ideology at each other while they, you know, they're battling to the death and while they're each other's best friends. Mm-hmm. And which makes, to us, very cool storytelling. Mm-hmm. But the people that were looking at these scripts before before it became a hit, when they were worried they're gonna lose all their money, were just saying, what is this stuff? What's, what's the, you know, kid, kid was it gonna get on Saturday morning with these guys, you know, spouting ideology at each other and blowing up cities and, and, and we just say, Trust us. And that's all we could say for like the nine months until the, the show finally aired. We, we believe we've got something that the kids will like and that's they really, most, most of the people in town just really didn't see it until it became successful.
6: So much of it had been, well, you need bright colors and things blowing up to keep the kids watching. And the idea of layering something else on that was was not flying with people. But we're talking about the show 30 years later. Later, it's the stuff we, that was layered on top of things blowing up and bright colors, that I think is what hooked people in, and that gives us this thing to discuss yeah. again yeah, 30 you know, years later.
3: Adult grief for yes, for a friend that, that's, that's just been killed, and and or you know old old girlfriends that have broken your heart, or or parents that have abandoned you to an orphanage, and I mean this is stuff that's just, it, it wasn't very Saturday morning, Morty. <laughs> and uh, but we just really, I don't know. I don't know. We most of us in creative positions, like Will and Larry and I, and Sydney, the executive at Fox, we've been through about ten years of trying to do ambitious stuff for Saturday for animation. We just we got into animation. We liked animation. Somehow became our careers, and we kept on feeling like we we're being suppressed and. And told to dumb everything down and not and not push any not push anything, not challenge anybody, not freak out any kids, you know. And so yeah. when this opportunity arose, everybody like without hesitation, okay, this is a chance, we're going to push it. And if it doesn't work, well, we'll get another job and you know, <laughs> uh, and life awesome. life will go on. But we just all felt like we had to do it, and it worked. When it worked out, then suddenly you know it's quiet like what were the problems of the scripts before you know next four years was was easy i mean it's always hard to make a show but it was we didn't, weren't getting any pushback anymore it all evaporated the day the show was successful you know that's 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 another bit of hollywood wisdom yeah. you know that's ah, making money i don't care what it is you know, yeah, what, right, exactly. what what you know what was i what was my problem again no 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 problem it's your show no it's fine
1: <laughs> so um all right, pertaining to the book, who who had the idea to put this book together?
6: It, dun, 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 dun.
3: Yeah. Well you <laughs> we have to go back to, to this back book. Further? Yes, this I was gonna bring book. that up. Yes. Yeah. Okay, that was her pushing at me because uh X-Men had not uh, it had it had been uh, the rights had been owned by Fox and Disney and different people and oh, so
6: not Disney, not yet. well oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but so in 2016, it was 20, all over the map. Yeah,
3: t- 2015 is about when I started writing on this, and we had all the scripts and all the storyboards and all the notes from everybody up above our garage where we keep stuff from the various shows we worked on. And she came and said, "You know, nobody's writing anything about the this show. It's this like a lot of people's favorite show. What's you know, if if we don't write something about it, nobody will." And we tried to call Marvel. They nah nah, don't even talk to us. We don't own all the rights to it. Don't even bother. So at the time, so we just put this together ourselves, found a, a small publisher out here in California Thanks. and interviewed everybody, all the cast and the crew. For the first executives. time. For yeah. the
6: first yeah. time yeah. we spoke to the cast. You we know, never communicated
3: you know, the, with them. All the, oh, you wow. know, the guys the that did on that did Wolverine, the yeah. they'd done this thing that literally hundreds of millions of people had enjoyed worldwide and nobody had ever called them to say, you know, hey, I, I liked you as Wolverine, or I noticed you as Wolverine. They just, they'd never been to a con, they'd never, you know, and so, so we interviewed everybody, this book came out, and it was very satisfied to us, because it, it's a really detailed history of- oral of, history of the show. Of what the show was, and then we just kind of were going on with our lives, and noticed that the rights were all coming back to Disney, so- we, a guy from, we got, we got an email <laughs> from a big dun, shot, dun, dun. from a big shot at Marvel. I thought, oh, damn, they've, they've seen the, the book and they're going to make us like shut down, shut down or something <laughs> because we didn't get the rights <laughs> to do it. And it was a reverse, this major, wonderful major guy from Marvel said, everybody at the office loves the book. Now that the rights are together, we want to do a coffee table art book. Awesome. So it was,
6: and would you like to do it?
3: Yeah, yeah. So that was that was. A name.
6: Sorry, name. Oh, oh, oh I'm sorry. Uh, Sven Larson. Sven Larson. Sven Larson at Marvel. He, head
3: of worldwide uh, Yeah, licensing.
6: Worldwide licensing, which so it was to it was his credit for um, reaching out to. Well, you know, and it would have gotten done with us or without us. Yes. This particular but, book, but and they um, picked the,
3: they picked the 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 publisher Abrams. Which, Abrams
6: books, uh, who just have done a phenomenal job. I'm glad you've got a copy there because I got to say it, it's gorgeous it is it's oh, so great
0: I, I haven't you know i've only gotten to read about uh two chapters of it so far um i've only had it for a week but <laughs> oh, the, the yeah. artwork in it itself is it just really brings me back and, and I know that you guys lost a, like the show itself lost a ton of artwork. How did how that was hard my next was question, it? Yes. tracking all this artwork down? Yes. There are hundreds of characters in here that I was like, oh my god, they got Brainchild yeah. and Mojo and <laughs> got the alternate Rogue Universe characters in here. I was like,
6: how did they yeah, do I, it? <laughs> Once we communicated with, with Sven Larson and, and and said, oh yeah, we we would very much love doing this book with the support of Disney, with the support of Marvel. Uh, and then we looked at each other and said, oh, my God, you know, we were, I was a writer on the show. You were the showrunner. We were not the artists. And it's been 25 years since things wrapped up. Um, golly, can we even find art out there? Yeah. Uh, so it became a, a, a real detective story for us. Yeah. Uh, we had a, the, Disney Marvel was aware of an uh, agent's, uh, a fine arts house here in in Sherman Oaks, California, uh, Van Eaton Galleries, who specialize in in animation and and, uh, and specifically Disney, but but animation cells, they put us in contact with them, and they have.
3: They were wonderful.
6: Boy, they got some good. good ha- half half the
3: cells in the book are from them, uh, but that gives you an idea. They were there were hundreds of thousands of cells hundreds of thousands, painted, hand painted, half painted back back then back when it was every every. And you were of second a lot of those cells,
0: you know, the, and, and they were going overseas.
3: Yeah, they're going to almost all of them, and then coming
0: back. And,
3: yeah, yeah and, and they are almost all gone, and so there may be a few hundred of them left out of the hundreds of thousands, thousands, hundreds and hundreds of thousands. And this place had some of them. A uh, produ- couple of producer friends of ours had had. With-
6: Larry Houston let us go through. Uh, Larry Houston, uh, producer director on the show, let us go through. He had um,
3: three, three
6: storage units, <laughs> and we all we got to. It was it was but literally he, an excavation. But he's
3: worked on eighty shows, so yeah. X, he didn't know where the X Men stuff was. so There's a lot of <laughs> lot of dust sucked up that day. But
6: so be, between him and and a fellow uh, credit to Tom Tataranowitz, uh, yeah. an animation producer who came in after X-Men was wrapping up. Here's here's how it works. Yeah
3: stuff gets thrown stuff gets thrown out. People it's in storage places they say we got 30 boxes of old X-Men material. We got
6: to clear it out because the next show is coming in to be produced.
3: Yeah nobody wants to pay storage fees so are we going to throw it to the dumpster or does somebody want to pay us 10 bucks a box for you know this oh, no,
6: just someone want to take it away. Uh, yeah yeah you get paid 10 yeah, bucks a box.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah so so that's and and the other but the thing one of the things that really holds it together there are two artists that had really, that were really uh, 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 pack rats about this.
6: <laughs> Thank God. Yeah,
3: Dan Veasan and Mark Lewis.
6: Mark Lewis. And, Mark
3: Lewis. and Mark Lewis did the cleanup on all the character designs from the
6: second season on. Yeah,
3: and so from episode 14 through 76, Mark had every single one of them, uh, you know, in in his files. And, and digi- he, had,
6: he had electronically and stored digitized
3: them. them. And Dan did the same thing. And Dan was story storyboard. Artists. So between them, we got model designs for every single character in every single episode. Uh, those guys. Without those guys, we would have been sunk. Right. So yeah. uh, those those two guys really helped us out on yeah. the character design. But the 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 uh, getting the actual cells was was the beautiful cells that knock your eyes out. That was that was the hardest part.
6: But uh, what I also love going through it, and as as you were mentioning there, uh, the idea that. Being able to, to open the book and see some of those flashes, those Easter eggs that, that that flew by when you're watching the show going, wait a minute, was that so, Was that wait, was that? And we've got, you know, the art in here for that. You can, like you said, um, uh, One Man's Worth, you've got that whole alterverse uh, where they're all destroyed or damaged, you know, and you, you just, oh my god, damn it's missing an arm, that is so cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah but,
0: I actually, I, I was looking through it and I was like, is he missing, I was like, And then it came back to me and I was like, oh my gosh, he
6: was. (laughs) Ah, Yeah, just so you get a chance to sort of sit back and savor things uh, with with the art book here. And and we just couldn't be happier with how it turned out. Couldn't be more grateful for everyone who participated in it. And yeah. From
1: from what we've gotten to read so far, it's, it's a really great put together book.
6: Oh, thank you, thank and, you so oh, much. Beautiful. And oh. Being that
3: the
0: world is opening back up, you taking it on the road anytime soon?
3: Yeah, 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 we 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 would <laughs> love to. It was scheduled it's mm. since it came out in October last year. It was oh. scheduled to to come out at the New York Comic Con.
6: I've never been to New York Comic Con. Yeah, yeah, we you know
3: we, were gonna, to have, we were gonna have a, a we, pan- night, <laughs> <a>
6: pa- <laughs> we were gonna have a panel. a
3: We were gonna have a panel on a table, and we're mm. gonna be selling the books, and it was gonna be a big announcement for Marvel, saying, "Look what's come mm. out here." Premiering at New York Comic Con in October, and of course couldn't do it. Uh, I don't know what New York's plans are for this fall, uh, <sighs> but at some point we'll we'll bring it there. Hey,
6: campaign for us, gentlemen. Yeah, <laughs> we, say,
3: we, we definitely because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> things are looks like they're going to starting to open up at the end of the year. I yeah. know that's awful, uh, awful, quick, and New York's having a, a rough time with the, with uh, COVID right now, but. Uh, certainly, by next year, next year is uh, the 30th anniversary of the series. So My maybe God. we can play that up at some cons. You well, I know, tell you, after you
0: reading the book, it doesn't feel like it's been that long now. Right, exactly. <laughs> it
1: really doesn't. Right. And, and, and looking back on those, after all these years later, how do you think that show stacks up against today's cartoons and stuff that are coming around? Well, if I' are honest, I, depending. You feel free to shoot. Tell them they all suck now. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs>
3: there you go. Well, you know, there, there's they, there's stuff. Uh, you know, the, the, it went when we were doing that show. It was an expensive time. Disney was putting a lot of money into the Disney Afternoon mm-hmm. in around 1990, and then obviously Batman had huge, oh beautiful, big, beautiful budgets. And there was a lot of competition that. in these big action shows. And even though uh, X Men was just a, like a medium level budget at that time, looking back, it's a pretty big budget. As as the as we've been working with like the Thirty years since then, budgets have come down mm-hmm. and animation has become simpler most of the time. But at the same time, uh, there's some wonderful oh stuff like uh, like the Spider Verse. Oh, that oh movie! My God,
5: that blew my
3: Spider uh, Spider. I thought that was the best Spider-Man movie of all the Spider-Man movies. I agree one hundred percent. And so that shows you what you can what can be done with animation. And, right. and Warner's has done a bunch of like oh, nice movies. The
6: direct-to-home videos. Direct-to-home videos. Superman uh, and Batman movies. Oh my yeah, God. yeah. That, that, yeah, well, can,
3: their
0: animated series movies are very well done. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. yeah, and then so you can tell longer stories. You can tell ninety-minute mm. stories. That's really very, very cool. It was something I wish that we would have had access to.
6: Or have access to now. But obviously Saturday, Saturday, Saturday morning is What did they call us, yeah. Yeah.
3: I mean, there's some very interestingly strange uh, uh, shows like uh, Adventure Time and Rick and Morty that uh-huh. are just, they're, the are just so imaginative, you just say, Oh my God, that would have been fun to be, <laughs> to be in the middle of that room, that you know, <laughs> h- hanging upside down high or whatever they were doing to get, get those stories. There has been some very cool and, and venture, Bro- I thought venture brothers is amazing. <laughs> yeah. And, and, yeah, so so there have been some super highlights, mm-hmm, but yeah. I but Saturday mornings kind of evaporated. That's what we all grew up on.
6: I mean, and that's kind of weird. no yeah, you can't, you can't turn on a major network and, and see a kid's lineup anymore. That astonished me when that stopped. I mean, that, I couldn't believe it. And realizing talking with you guys here, it, when if you grew up, if you grew up watching the X-Men on TV, that was five years that you had your own sort of appointment TV to watch it and we will binge watch. And I mean, I love binge watching. I think that's spectacular. But I also think it hits you different. If you have to wait, if you have to wait a week, if you have to wait a few months for the next season to start, you know, it, it you you absorb it differently. It means something to you. In different. the schoolyard,
0: <laughs> you know, after after uh, the new episode come out, what that that about? was the that talk was the topic. of the town on Monday morning. That you know was... what happened in X Men this week? Nope, that was
1: water cooler <laughs> talk at the school.
0: That's
6: exactly. It was. And and you couldn't go online, and uh, you know you couldn't go online at all. <laughs> <laughs> but, but there was no way to immediately like get on your uh, on your phone and go. Did Did you see that? Did you see that? Was that who it was? Wait. Oh no, they didn't do this. Oh wait, couldn't do it. Right. So it was very much a, a sort of a personal, personal reaction to the show back then, yeah. that I think sometimes uh, gets lost if you if someone just binges a thing. Yeah, well,
1: thank you guys for joining us. We've we've gotten um, almost forty minutes out of this. Oh wow, they went by really <laughs> well, yeah, fast. Thank if you. If you haven't done
0: it yet, I'll yes. let our listeners know. X Men: The Art and Making of the Animated Series. You can get it at all your major retailers. Um, it online is phenomenal. Everywhere. Such a great book. The book I love it. Yeah, the art alone. It, its You know, you didn't even have to put words in this, but the words but you have, did. have helped because the art alone is fabulous. You know, I thank you guys so yeah. much for being part of it. and You and hundreds upon hundreds of other people that yeah. made my childhood better. And you know, really, it was the X Men cartoon that got me in t- become the big X Men fan that I became today. And it's yes, uh, it's sad to say, but you know what? What some of happens in the X Men sense center? I'm like. It ain't the cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: they
0: it, it, it don't compare.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but thank you guys again so much. Do you guys want to give a shout out yeah, to uh, where us-
0: people can find you guys? You know, because you seem uh, wonderful to talk to and oh. very easily approachable. I'm sure you got some socials out there.
6: I
1: mean, they said yes to me, so they got to be some, you know. If you say yes to this guy,
4: <laughs> then.
6: Uh, we are working on our website. We, ha- we do have a website. It's x- good old x-mentas.com. Yeah. Uh, we are on Facebook at X-Men TAS. We are on Instagram sometimes. And I am on Twitter every every day, whether <laughs> I should be or not, at X-Men TAS for X-Men, the animated series. That's yeah. that's how I distinguish it from all the other X-Men stuff. So please find us, you know, and with luck. Oh, we we hope to get back out there and bring bring both books uh, to folks. Man, we didn't we hadn't started the con circuit until about twenty seventeen with, with Eric's book coming out. Yeah. We didn't know, we didn't know the kind of fan base there was for X-Men out there. And it has just been like a warm bath of love. And yeah, you know. this last year's been a real rough one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got getting that warm down Yeah,
3: we got used to it. Being, yeah. you know, meeting a couple hundred new people each week, You know, uh, once a month at a at a at a con somewhere, and
6: somewhere, yeah.
3: And and now, boom, it's all gone.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully, it picks up again for you guys. Thank you so much again for you. coming on. Um, I'd, we'd love to have you back at some time just to talk about your history and yeah, animation. And what you guys up to? You know, I'm sure you guys have been up to quite a bit since the show, and we would like to know. So. <laughs> that'd be great um, so yeah again thank you guys so so much and have a great rest of your day and um, thank my-
6: you thank you thanks paul
3: thanks Dave. thank,
0: thank you, guys you. So bye much. guys
6: bye
1: all right we're back thank you eric and uh julia that was great the book, X-Men, The Art and the Making of the Animated Series, is available wherever you can pick up books.
0: From Abrams Books.
1: Yes, you can. And it is uh, roughly $25. Roughly. Uh, and it is roughly 25,000 pounds. It is <laughs> it's a very beautiful large, book. beautiful, beautiful dense... Book. I wasn't dense... lying
0: when I said that I've had a couple of people come into the house and be like, what the heck is this? Yeah,
1: it's a great tabletop and
0: immediately book. immediately we're looking through it going, "Yes." This is Cool. Uh, I'm oh going to have to pick
1: me up for the, uh, the the future coffee table I'm going to have. I mean, I have one now, but I want one, you know, <laughs> in a new place. Anyway, so, uh, Zane. What
0: do they call them, coffee tables? I, you like, know, could you is do there, more than
1: you, just drink coffee on them? They, they, yeah, are they made uh, from coffee beans?
0: <laughs> it's a coffee table.
1: I'm going to call my coffee table Coffee Kingston, and it's going to be, uh, you know. Jamaican table, but it's well, not going to that
0: way. Um, you know, you've had some, some troubling news mm. from uh, from base Nectar and sex trafficking, mm, and Deshaun yeah. Watson putting his penis on everything.
4: <laughs> everything.
0: Everything. You know. I've, I've fallen deep into the QAnon uh-huh. documentary Not that he believes it. He's HBO, just falling into it watching it, HBO, it. Yes, which is a very, very good documentary. Yes. Uh, I think it's a Four-part series. Mm-hmm. It's excellent to watch. Um, what else has been going on? Oh, gosh, you know, I can't. I, I, I really hope that you know this. This base nectar stuff is, you know, fake. Not but it's true. Not it, it, but. Because if that's the case, then I do have to remove my base nectar <laughs> sticker, sticker. No. from my car because I, I, in good health, cannot promote. And I don't. I don't consider it sex trafficking it's not de- really sex trafficking depends. but i can't i can't i'm not gonna mince words here it depends it on how you're grooming spin it. women for sex it, it depends on how you spin the words yeah then, yes but grooming women for sex is that any better than sex trafficking i'm not gonna i'm <laughs> not gonna play that argument because i'm right. just not gonna do it right you can't you um, can't
1: get into semantics on something no like that. no you
0: can't no um so that's that's a tough story to follow. Bassnectar has already dropped out of music. Yeah. He did it about a year ago, which music, was not a good sign. No. But it was good for him, you know. And honestly, he doesn't need to do it. I honestly still think that he'll probably release music eventually under a pseudonym. Dude,
1: R. Kelly was doing it uh, long after he pissed on people. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know, but it's it, it, that's a hard story to follow. Deshaun Watson, who who if you don't know who he is, mm. he's a quarterback mm-hmm. for the uh, the Houston Texans and. He was upset with the Texans a couple months ago and was looking to be traded. Ah. And every team, literally, like if your name wasn't Aaron Rodgers, a team was looking at you, you know, and teams were willing to give up a lot to get Deshaun Watson. Now I don't know if any team is going to touch him. Oh, shit. And that's, that's unfortunate. He's a young, great superstar, was a face of the league, and now he's got like, 20-some-odd women. You know, he he's right up there with our good governor, governor Green Goblin. Goblin.
1: And, and and Florida Governor or uh, Senator Matt Gates. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of that shit going on right now. Then again, there's always been a lot of that shit going on. We're just reporting it now because we have online. Yeah. <laughs> and cell phones, and you can take pictures of everybody now. Now, mon frere... You seem to be looking up a word. And what word is that? That
0: word is gambit.
1: Now, gambit, if you don't know, is not just, you know, running the gambit like the term. It is a character in X-Men who throws cards and uses a bow staff. Uh, uh psionically charges. charges, by the way. Yep. Yes, psionically charges. And he doesn't just have to do it to cards. He can psionically charge anything, which is why I don't understand why he doesn't psionically charge his bow staff all the time. Well, and he people. I'm he saying has. all the time, though, and shock the shit out of people.
0: But he couldn't shock the shit out of He wouldn't, you know, he has to get away from these explosions. That's
1: true, yes. He yes. he
0: can't stand with his explosions. That's true. But I've he seen him make little ones, things.
1: though. In the sh- he just doesn't, like, I've seen him piss off Wolverine just by, like... Chucking shit, just like...
0: Yeah, yeah, but that's not... A hand. You, know, like, you never see him like put his hand on somebody. It's true, just
1: go, guess what, whoop. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> he... Which I'm sure, though, he could have made people. Oh, explode. he'd
1: make a great EMT. <laughs> <laughs> his heart stopped, wait a minute.
0: <laughs> so with this song, um, like like all the songs that we're playing today, you know, just kind of random here, uh, there's a band called Phoenix Judgment. Oh, two for one, Phoenix no, and... No, Phoenix Dan- Juggernaut. <laughs> So three we got, we got three names in here. We got the Phoenix, we got Juggernaut, and we got Gambit, three all in one name. Baby. Here. So we're gonna Oh, and it's off the album, Gambit.
1: Oh, well, there you go.
0: This is it. It was made for this episode. This is great.
2: With bad intentions, he will fall. I wonder why. No look at why. taking chances. Why take a risk at all? I wonder why. Wrapped out and made a gambit. Oh, you took a loss on Raw. Protest around the world. The ground shook when Cap.
0: Also got DMX. Yes, wrestling peace. Dro- did he die? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Huh? They took him off life support. Huh? Yep. Yep. Just, just dropping his new album, making him eternal. One of the greats now. Yeah. You, you, you can't take nothing away from Crazy DMX.
1: You can't. You know what though? You gotta love him. I do love DMX's music and certain. You know, uh, he Yo, did a his- lot of th- uh, He did a lot of things in life that were good, but he also was kind of messed up in the head. But that's not necessarily his fault. So. Yeah,
0: yeah, man, but his first, what, four, five albums? Platinum. all phenomenal. Yeah. Like, from beginning to end, yeah. every song on them is a freaking banger. Banger, yeah, every one of them. And then I think once you got to, like, Return of the Champ, mm-hmm. uh, you know, where, like, Blood on My Blood volume, like, three yeah. or something like that, it started kind of falling off and yep. getting a bit stale. But he's got a new album that just dropped. Yeah. Bad man yeah. You know he, he got a lot of collaborators he, he on it He rarely puts out
1: a bad album I mean well, He put
0: that. out He put out like four or five bad albums
1: Yeah The majority <laughs> of them were bad There was like one or two good songs On each of those But nothing Yeah
0: but it, you, know, it, you know it. He will be missed yes. DMX was uh, Was an amazing artist Now on
1: the other side of this If it was just some normal person All you would hear And that's all you would see Would be Oh
0: crackhead Oh overdose yeah. Whatever
1: But since he's DMX Craziest story
0: man Is when he fucking basically Hijacked a plane Yeah
1: <laughs> Don't get it twisted DMX was a crackhead Alright people His music was great But he was a fucking crackhead <laughs> Sometimes in the funny way Sometimes not But he was, he was, just, he was definitely a crackhead But rest in peace uh, DMX uh, So uh, You know let, let, let's, let, let's keep this going uh, let, me, let me make a, a real quick uh, uh, Suggestion for a song Recommendation people uh, we're running down the, ba- the end of the show here. Uh, Zane looks like he has a story he wants to bring up real quick. But uh, I make a recommendation by the, the group Wings. You know, that little group Paul McCartney started after he left the Beatles. Uh, they made a song called Magneto and Titanium Man. It is a good song. Old wrote in 1975. And yes, it is actually based on Magneto, Titanium Man, and the Crimson Dynamo of Marvel Comics fame. Yes, it is. So... I wish you guys would check that out, because it's actually a really good song. And, would you like
0: me to play
4: it?
1: Oh, sure. Why don't we play at least a little snippet of it? Well,
0: we'll you know, why don't, we, why don't we play it after this news? Yeah.
1: Let's play it. Out. Okay, let's do that then. Let's get it loaded up. We're going to do some news, and then we're going to play that song. Yeah.
0: Got a, got a quick news story yeah. here. You know? Uh, I hear the dick is coming back soon. The <laughs> weather's <wedding's> getting <laughs> yes. nice. Yes, the you pants know? are coming off. He's coming back. I don't think those pants have ever been on. Seen those hairy legs? He ain't never wore a pair of pants in a day in his life. you
1: figure they'd be a lot tanner.
0: (laughs) But this story comes from Michigan. By the good people at the Smoking Gun. Pew, pew. Headline. The cops. Michigan home inspector pleasured himself with Elmo doll in residence nursery. Why? Well, we'll tell you Why? (laughs) While unaware that he was being recorded, or was he aware, you know, hey, the more you know. That's right. By the nursery camera, the Michigan home inspector pleasured himself with an Elmo doll. Now, I know the question you're asking me. Was it the Tickle Me Elmo? No. No. No, this was just a plush Elmo doll. Oh, the soft one. Yep. Kevin Wayne Van Liven. Yep. <laughs> That's his Van name. Levin, Van Liven. Van Liven. 59, was arrested on a pair of misdemeanor charges.
1: It's only a misdemeanor?
0: <coughs> You'd think that it would be a little more.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're violating an Elmo doll. Yep. Like, it's, he didn't well, want it. maybe that Elmo doll consented. Well, maybe.
0: We don't know. He, you know that the owner did not. But, uh, <laughs> Elmo what? Just... Elmo, Elmo's got to be of age okay. now. <laughs> You know, these charges stem from an unsettling incident last month of the resident in Oak Ford Township, a Detroit suburb. Oh. Investigators say that Kevin Wayne <laughs> has been hired by the homeowners to inspect their property prior to sale. That's odd. I've never had a home inspector, you know, prior to selling a home. It's usually the buyers that get the yeah, home get the inspector. inspector yeah. right, but, you know, the owners told police that they let in Kevin Wayne <laughs> and the buyer's real estate agent Oh, so maybe the buyers did get these people because uh, they, they came in with the buyer's real estate gotcha, agent gotcha, in okay. their home. I got gotcha. you. Then departed the residence during a uh, an inspection. While on the property, a 22-year-old female homeowner received an alert on her phone that her webcam had detected movement in the residence nursery. Wouldn't be unseemly. You know, right. you, you, you got you a home inspection. inspector in going to go to all the rooms.
1: Especially a baby's room to see if it's safe. The woman
0: then uh, accessed the camera feed and saw um, Kevin Wayne. He was uh, diddling himself (laughs) cops reported. The homeowner inspector then picked up the Elmo doll and appeared to be uh, using it (gasps) to uh, pleasure himself. Oh, poor Elmo. His his hand wasn't good enough. He needed the soft caress of Elmo. Now, after the homeowner calls, uh, calls 911, sheriff's deputies confront Kevin Wayne, which is like saying it. Kevin Wayne, yep, yeah. who claimed to have only moved the doll to inspect an electrical outlet with his penis, right? <laughs> but when cops told him that there was a camera in there, Kevin Wayne reported, made incriminating statements and apologized for his actions
1: (laughs) i'm sorry i jizzed all over your elmo doll
0: Yeah, Yeah. you might want to get that washed charged with an aggravated incident exposure and malicious destruction of property under two hundred dollars yeah he because he'd have
1: been all online if i was that owner of that camera look at this dirty fucker look at him fucking an elmo doll well he
0: he went to jail where he's he being did. held in lieu of $2,500 bond. Wow. The judge had directed, yeah. See, in Florida, you would be walking the streets. Yeah, it <laughs> He'd be like, oh, that's normal. That's normal. <laughs> that,
1: that's, it's Florida. That's yeah.
0: normal.
1: Yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So uh, that wasn't even in Florida, people. No, that's Michigan.
0: Wow. So the cold winter there in Michigan gets man, very lonely, and sometimes, Michigan. You know, if Elmo's you, around. You're,
1: you're giving Florida a run for its money. Let's
0: let's not go on that path, shall we? Thank you. All right.
1: Let's get this song, Magneto and Titanium Man, by Paul McCartney and Wings. It's
0: not Paul McCartney and Wings, it's just Wings. Oh, sorry. This is single Wings. wings.
1: Still Paul McCartney. McCartney on vocals. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody ever fucking cares about wings. They just know Paul McCartney's a singer. Anyway, that was uh Maggie I Mills remember the,
0: the sitcom. <laughs> wings, that was a great sitcom, actually. It's not very good.
1: Lloyd was the man. <laughs> oh Mona Me, what you looking at?
0: I'm just I'm just looking at this awesome book here.
1: By the way, that is the uh x-men the art and the making of the animated series um by eric and julia they got
0: they got synopses in here they got they got every episode all 77 of them yes five seasons with uh and a tons of artwork every one of them the 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 key creative and screen credits in the back
1: i mean the artwork
0: the artwork
1: artwork alone is worth the 25 dollars um actually the cover alone like i said is worth 25 dollars. the book itself is worth a lot more than that but they're only selling it for 25 dollars. why don't you go and help them out go on their sites order all that up
0: yep gotta thank eric and julia again yes lee wald eric and julia lee wald that's, that's you the know, one, not yep. just uh, they, not just eric and julia that's right um, that could be
1: any Eric. That and could Julia. be any Eric and Julia, yes. Uh, but they are so nice. Uh, yes, they were a delight Awesome to talking have...
0: with them. Thank you so much for uh, taking time out of your day to, yes, and, to uh, talk to us.
1: To, to bullshit, you know, with me. I mean, this yeah. has been literally three months, four months in the making. Uh, this I think Mar-
0: Mole went the whole time without actually saying it beforehand. I
1: did. But I did. I was uh, trying to I be even good. I didn't think it was going to happen. Because see that's why I didn't say it because that, that's what happens More, <laughs> when I say stuff things. people cancel or they don't cancel and they just don't do what they're supposed to do you know during conversation that's wrestlers for that you. is wrestlers <laughs> for you hi Vic um, <laughs> and that lady and that lady Who yes was that lady that was uh, oh uh, the ODB Thunderties?
0: yeah oh, underdies <laughs> well, uh, well, ODB, you are going to get him. He was long dead, man, long before we started wrong, this show. Wrong ODB. Now, if we can get ODB <laughs> on this show, I will promote that shit to Hell my yeah. friends and neighbors. Oh, dirty
1: bastard. We got him up. We dug him up. He came on the show. <laughs> he told uh, us about his baby mamas he's had since he's been passed away. <laughs> he's still working. Oh, so I think we've come to that time. Tis the end of the show. Mona, me. What do you want to do next week?
0: Um well, we're gonna continue talking about some comic books and stuff yeah. like that. I know that uh you you kinda wanna make a month of this. Yes, I um, do. I at least
1: wanna mention a little something about so the comic I'm, books. I'm gonna
0: I'm gonna bring bring uh bring my, my favorite X Men arc to the show. Oh. You know, not the show itself. That that would have been Days of Future Past. <laughs> yes. Where their, their 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 take on it. Yes. Uh, in, in the animated series, that is, or their um, Dark Phoenix saga, which was actually. Uh, one but of the best I will talents. be talking about the Messiah Complex. Oh. Okay. Uh, which is a phenomenal read. Maybe yeah. I'll even uh, call up Devon and see if I can get him to talk to us. For you a little know, bit.
1: that would be great to at least get him on and talk a couple minutes at least.
0: Yeah. See. See um, the state of. See the, what the state of the yeah, union is. Because uh, I he, don't know anything got, about comic he, shops he, lately. No, nah, he's on the ground floor, man. He big ups to OC comics big yes. ups to his podcast yes. October oh, Country Yes
1: October Country Comics definitely yeah, check yeah. them out
0: um we got WrestleMania oh before we go yeah. uh, how's this this game oh, I well, haven't played it cuz uh, honestly I've had a busy week but but but, but mo has been trying to get me to play and, this this RetroMania and, wrestling from uh,
1: RetroSoft Studios and uh you know what if if we're going to be watching night 2 of uh, WrestleMania at my house tomorrow Maybe Zane would want to come over an hour early, and maybe we could hop on Twitch and show you people the game. We
0: could do that, probably.
1: Let's 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 try that.
0: As long as there's food involved,
1: there will be plenty of food. You know
0: that I I, I know I can, Zane. You can get me places by enticing I, me with a meal. i most
1: most certain. I hope can. that there's meat involved. Oh, there is meat, and uh, it might even be tacos. Cause I know how uh, Zane like likes tacos. his tacos. I sure do like
4: tacos.
1: Yes, so uh, we might. Uh, and if you don't
0: like tacos, then you can suck
1: life. it. Word, you can suck a jalapeno is what you
0: can do. So, with that being said, yes. Toodles. Toodles. Enjoy the rest of your day.
1: I think, I
0: think we got it. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: See you next week.